They talking like they never love me. They talking like they next door. I still treat them like a stamp song. Champagne showers on the way. I've been working 25 hours every day. Pull up with the bands, have them dancing in the rain. Pull up with the bands, have them dancing in the rain. Oh man, it's that time of year, dude. I got several grainy cell phone videos taken from about 100 yards away of quarterbacks in shorts and helmets completing routine passes to show you. Does that mean what I think it means? Does that mean the offseason is here? Training camp that is, is here. That is correct. And the Dallas Cowboys man. are playing actual football. If you can call it that, yes, they are <laughs> pretending to play football. And I'm, I've never been more excited. You know, every year we get to this point, and I, I always promise myself I'm just not going to follow it as much. But here I am today. I'm sitting there at work and like coming across my Twitter timeline is a video of like Dak completing some pretty routine 12 yard pass to Omar Cooper. Like, Dak is accurate this year, man. Probably the best he's ever been. Like, and all the, all those takes begin. And of course, like, oh, with a new offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. You know, they run, like, one play-action, you know, misdirection play, and everyone's like, oh, this kid's a genius. Dude, are you talking about the boy genius, the boy wonder, Kellen Moore? The, boy, the wonderkin, Kellen Moore. That's correct. Yeah. We'll get into all of that and more. This is, of course, the Boys Will Be Boys, your favorite Dallas Cowboys podcast. I'm Andy Gatelli. Benjamin T. Walker, and we are back. We are back, and boy... This week is going to be pretty damn fun because we are about to embark on the first true field trip for the podcast. Where are we going, man? Ben, do you want the, so coming this weekend, come Friday, Ben and I will be on a plane to Oxnard, California, and we will be attending... Dallas Cowboys training camp. We're going to Oxnard, baby. We're going to be live. We're going to see everything going down. We're going to be in the middle of Zeke watch. We're going to become best friends with Jerry Jones. We're going to spend the weekend on his yacht. It's going to be excellent. Dude, it's going to be great. We're going to be like rubbing shoulders with everybody out there in the grind, probably getting some glamour shots with uh, Jane Slater on the NFL Network, you know, when they ask Hell yeah. and you know. Um... Things like that, you know, maybe Kalashaw will have us on ESPN, maybe the Hardline or, or you know, the Ticket Boys might grab us. You just don't know, man. Maybe maybe Zeke will see we might the never be back. And come we from might never Colorado. be back, you know? We might, never, we might never come back. We might just be Cowboys from now on. Like, we might just be traveling with the team, might never return to our normal lives. Um, but, yes, we will be in Oxnard starting Friday. We'll be there through Monday. We will be seeing two practices and the blue versus white scrimmage game on Sunday, full 11-on-11 11 11 contact football. Um, so I'm, I'm super stoked. Obviously, um, you know, this is, uh, this is the first time I've been to camp. Ben, have you ever been to camp before? Uh, I've been to space camp. Uh, okay. to Hank Haney golf camps as a kid, but uh, right. I have All not right. been to Dallas Cowboys training camp. No. Right on, right on. Um, I've been to, like, Bible camp, like Christian camp, which God's team, God's camp, 
God's team's camp. It's all related, but this is the you know more of a direct path to the to the subject at hand. Um, so yeah, we will be seeing a couple practices. We'll be seeing a scrimmage between the squads. Um, and honestly, it, it's coming at a very interesting time. You know, the, if the off season had been a little, I don't want to call it boring or uneventful, but there hadn't been any like humongous headlines. You know, we had a couple of guys resign contracts, guys working on deals. Um, and now suddenly the whole thing's been thrown into chaos in the last week because of the conspicuous absence of one Zeke Elliott from Dallas Cowboys training camp. Then you yes. want to break down the, the particulars of Zeke Watch for the listeners at home? Um, so while me and Andy head to Oxnard, Ezekiel Elliott has decided to head to Cabo, which I don't blame him. A uh, beautiful place, you know. Um, I'm sure he'll he'll be doing his fair share of, of, of working out there, you know, probably definitely not just hanging out with girls and drinking. I will say his, his agent has a place down there. Um, and I can't remember who they talked to today. It was either Frederick or Martin, and they interviewed them. And they did say that, like, when they, they've been down to where Elliot is, like the specific house where he's at, um, and it's where Zeke trained during his suspension um, during the six games in 2017. They said it is really great, like, a great training facility, state of the art. It's got all this equipment. Like, so who knows? Okay. Zeke could be down there taking care of it, taking care I, of business. I, I'm sure he is, and I'm not totally worried, but yes, Zeke will not be attending training camp, and the main reason is Ezekiel Elliott wants a contract extension. Um, you know, it's... So do you think this was the plan all along for Zeke, and he wanted to wait until they, like, really couldn't fix this? Like, if he, had, if he was like, yo, I'm holding out in February, they could have, like found a veteran no, they could have i think i you think, think they picked up his option so that then he's like shit this is two more years now that i'm I don't, getting paid no whatever. i i think it's all posturing i think he knows that i mean he's smart his agent well his agent's smart they know that they he plays a position that just doesn't as valuable in today's nfl um, you see very few running backs get contracts. The ones that do very often age poorly just because running backs a position that ages poorly. Um, so I think he knows this his time is now. This is probably the Cowboys, we said, it, most complete roster that they've had. Um, they're in a Super Bowl window, if you will. I know Cowboy haters laugh at that, but they are a very good team. You look at any preseason ranking, we're very high. And ultimately, I just don't think he wants to get hurt in camp and jeopardize that i think sure. they'll get a deal done i think even if they don't get a deal done he's back there after preseason and if there's one player on this entire team who i'm not worried about playing a single snap of preseason in zeke this is very true um i agree with that i think that um one or both of dak and zeke will get a contract by the end of training camp um i think it was probably going to be dak for sure, and then Zeke would be kind of nebulously floating, because quite frankly, I think the Cowboys' uh, priorities were Dak, Amari, Zeke. Um, Zeke has kind of forced their hand a little bit with this holdout, um, so I'm assuming they're going to try to work on Zeke's as well right now. Amari has kind of, you know, for better or for worse, he, he's kind of played the good soldier on this one and said, like, I'm not really worried about that. 
I just you know, don't I think he speaks ever anyway, so. No, and, you know, I think he's doing the smart thing, which is, like, he'll let his agent be the bad guy while he lets every fan love him for being, like, you know, I just want to work hard for my teammates, blah, blah, blah. His agent could be in the room being, like, fuck you, Dallas. Give me all the money, and we wouldn't know. So, like, that's probably the wiser way to play it. Um, you know, and, you know, Zeke needs the money. Um, you know, Zeke makes $2 million a year and drives a $500,000 Bentley. So... I'm not super good at math. Fifth, You're more of an engineer than I am, but uh, I think that doesn't super make sense. This year is a nine mil option. Yeah, yeah. he gets the tw- in 2021. He gets the nine million dollar bump, um, but he makes less money than than uh, Jarek McKinnon right now. Well, yeah, I mean, he ultimately he well, that was a terrible contract by the Niners. Let's just throw that out there. But you know, I. I think Zeke's doing the only thing he really can if he wants more money is hold out. That's really the yep. only leverage that they have. You look at Levy on Bell, what he did last year, and that's the real alarm for Cowboys, I guess. If would he be brazen enough to pull Levy on? Um, it sort of worked out for Levy on. I mean, I think you know he Pittsburgh, got less money. Yeah, but I think he got more guarantee. I don't remember how it came out, but and he, and he t- plays for the Jets, dude. Like, well, and he had a. Missed thirteen million playing on a franchise tender. Although I guess you could argue he could have got hurt on the tender yeah. and never got that. So, Who knows? but what do you do that? Melvin Gordon, similar situation as Zeke. Um, he actually is in a contract year, and Melvin Gordon is a no hold from the Chargers camp. I think Zeke's looking at that very intently. They're waiting on one of these guys to help set that market. Um, like I said, Le'Veon got paid. Less than Gurley, but not too much, and I think that's where Zeke's eyeballing, man. Um, yeah, so and, me, I, and I had I, I have seen. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to throw it to you. Um, one, and I think the more obvious one. Do you think Dow should pay him? And two, is there a number or a year or something that you feel comfortable looking at that you think makes the most sense for Dallas and to keep Zeke? Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this a bunch. Um, obviously, I'm a huge Zeke homer. Zeke is sure. my favorite player. Uh, I was, you know, Ben knows this from from the jump that I was incredibly pro Zeke in the draft. I wanted Zeke when he was a junior at Ohio State. Um, I'm very much pro Zeke. Uh, I think his, I think he is super crucial to what the Cowboys do, um, and I do think he's he's. A, a prime piece of this team should it be pushing for a Super Bowl or Super Bowl contention this year. Um, as far as the money goes, I definitely understand the perspective of people that don't want to pay super, super top dollar for a running back. Um, but I'll also say that I think that there's a difference between like insert running back here and Zeke Elliott. Um, Zeke Elliott is a special, special player. There's Maybe three guys in the league that are Zeke Elliott. Uh, you think there's any off-field concern to your on Dallas side or I'm, your I'm, side? I'll be a huge homer and state that I think that most of the trouble Zeke gets into is is kind of bullshit. I think that if Zeke plays for the Bucks, he doesn't get in half the trouble that he gets into. Should he be small, smarter about the situations he puts himself into? Yeah, I probably shouldn't be at EDC. I'll be honest with you. I've been to stuff like that. You don't need to be there. That's what happens at 2 a.m. in Vegas at an electronic music festival. Um, but, you know, the six-game suspension that he served in 2016 or 17, I'm a 
I fully believe that he was totally railroaded. I agree with the police and the NFL investigators that that was an extortion attempt that succeeded because Roger Goodell needed to send a message about domestic violence. Uh, what about Tyree Kale, bro? Yeah, see, they've let him off now. Now that the, the heat's off, everyone's good. So, yeah. Um, I, I So here's what I'll say. If I'm putting together the contract for Zeke, if Zeke says, Andy, I trust you implicitly, build me the contract you think is fair for me, and I'll agree to it. I will give Zeke a three-year extension on what he already has on the books, which is through 2021. Um, so I will give him a five-year in total deal. Uh, I will pay him thirteen and a half million per year over five That'd years. Be money right there. Yes, but it's less, and it's but it's less per year than Gurley. But it does make him the highest total money running back in the NFL, and I think he's earned that. Since coming into the league, he has been the best running back. He is the best running back. So I will make Zeke the highest paid total value of the contract running back in the league. I will try to get less per year, so that thirteen point five instead of fifteen million. I will give the team an out after three years if they want to cut bait. All the first three years are guaranteed. After that, cut bait if he's not good anymore. And I want a behavior clause built into the contract that protects the team should any more off the field issues surface. Um, Zeke Elliott is a tremendous talent, and I do think that. His method, like his approach to the game, as far as he's never injured, he's not. I mean, I think if there's if there's a running back in the NFL that can play into their late twenties, even early thirties, it's Zeke Elliott. I don't know if anyone can anymore, um, but if there is one, I think it's Zeke. So I'm willing to pay him through his 29th birthday, and then reevaluate. That is the deal that I would try. I don't know what the cow. This situation is hard to gauge because we don't know what the Cowboys have offered. We don't know what Zeke has demanded. So the reason this deal is not getting done immediately, it could be that the Cowboys are like, "We'll give you ten, which not that that's not a lot of money, but you know he's clearly worth more. It could be that Zeke's like, "I want eighteen, which you're not getting. It's wide receiver money. So. That's we're we're missing some of the key information I would need to really understand the total situation, but that's what I would give Zeke. Give him five years, sixty. What is that? Sixty-five million. Yeah. Three year out behavior clause, and first three years guaranteed. So thirty-nine guaranteed. What about you? I don't disagree with much of that. Um... I like the idea, you know, I think ideally you want Zeke in your Super Bowl window, which I believe is going to be with this team as it stands right now, this season and for sure next season. Um, I'm okay keeping him, obviously, for one or two more. I mean, a lot of that's going to depend on Dak because, you know, he's getting a big deal. So if he turns out to be the real deal, then you're fine. But um, I think you got to keep him around during that window, and another thing that hasn't been mentioned yet is this team was built around Zeke <laughs> in a lot yeah. of ways. I mean, they took him at number four, and I know it was a different team then. They thought they were going to have Romo for a couple years, and they wanted some pressure off of Romo, and now you have maybe one of the most durable quarterbacks in the league. I mean, Dak's a, pretty much a tank back there. Yeah, he's a tank. Um, 
But you built I don't a know. lineman for running the ball. You went and got a, a, a complimentary back to Zeke. So like your number two running back isn't really like a it's a change he's a change of pace back. He's not a replacement for Zeke. So like right. and you take look Zeke at the, out of the equation, Pollard can't carry you look the load. At the touches per game and he pretty much is number one, two, or three every year. Um and a lot of that's because you'd rather it ball be in Zeke's hands than just about anybody else on your team. So I think you pay him. I agree with everything you said. Um, I like the behavior cause. I like not keeping on the books for eternity. I think Dag and Zeke are pretty much going to be tied to each other for at least the remainder of their 20s. So keeping them paired up, um, keeping them paired up is a good idea. So I would agree, man. I think it, I think it's going to get done too if we're moving on to, to that aspect. I think Jerry's ultimately, Jerry and Steven will pay Zeke something. Um, I totally understand. The idea of not wanting to spend eight, ten percent of your cap on a running back, I do get it. It is the and I would agree with you, probably the most easily replaced position. But a lot of teams didn't build their teams specifically around to have a great running back like Dallas did. So if you want to get rid of Zeke, then don't pull a Dez situation and don't get rid of him until you're truly ready for either a replacement or a new system that can thrive without him. Because right now you're nowhere near that. I agree. I agree. So we will head out to Oxnard on Friday. It remains to be seen if we will see any of Zeke during the weekend. Uh, we return on Monday, August 5th. August 6th is the deadline for Zeke to report. If Zeke does not report on August 6th, he will miss checks and he will lose an accrued year towards free agency. Um, so then he'll have 20, we'll have locked through 2022 if he wants to sit the bench for what will then be three years. I mean, okay. He's kind of bent over at that point. Um, if he wants to waste like his prime, like refusing to play for $10 million or $12 million because he wants $14 million. Um, but you also don't want that kind of bad blood between the organization it, and the player. If so if it gets really bad and it turns into who blinks first, it's going to be Zeke's camp. They just have less, I think they have less incentive to make a deal than Dallas. Unless it starts like Emmett's holdout year. I mean, we have to go back 25, six years ago when Emmett held out. The Cowboys went 0-2 and then Emmett got paid. But yeah. different situation, different era. So Yeah, Emmett had won a Super Bowl. So, <laughs> you know, a little more leverage. Running um, backs were a little bit more important back then. Yeah, so that is going to be obviously a big – uh, part of the equation of uh, our trip out to California will definitely be. We do. We do have a dope Airbnb. So Zeke, if you want to stop by, if you just want to chill with us before we walk to the beach from our Airbnb, dude. So we're gonna be hitting the beach every morning. You want to come just kick it? Like we don't even have to go to camp. If you show up to the B and B, dude, we'll be chilling. Like we'll we, just we, kick we, it we won't say day. nothing, man. We won't say nothing. Yeah, we'll scout no. Pollard for no, you just, and Alfmo for did, you, man. Did the uh, the boys will be boys crew and the boys will be boys house firm on the no snitching policy so no worries there um we will be dropping an episode every night while we're out there though so everyone listening to this you will get updates uh from every day at camp as things develop um also if you guys have any questions or you want to see something specifically scouted we've already kind of put the feelers out there on reddit we have a lot of people asking for like specific stuff to be scouted or like tell me what you guys think about this um, we'll definitely be doing updates like that as well. So, hey, if you've got a specific thing you want watched while you're at camp, 
or you wish you were a camp, you need some eyes and ears, we're definitely willing to do that as well. Um, and what other, so outside of Zeke Watch, I know that's like everyone's focus right now. Um, so what other storylines? Yeah, let's yeah. What are it. what are the other big storylines that you're going to be on the lookout for while we are out in Oxnard? Um. Yeah. So the new edition of one Robert Quinn. I want to see what he looks out out there on the D line, Definitely. especially because Tank is not going to be participating for a while. He's still recovering from surgery. And uh, reportedly, and I don't, you know, I don't know enough about football to really comment on this, but everything I've read says that in Rod Marinelli's system, the right D end is actually like the most important position in his defense. Um, so Quinn would technically be playing like, you know, the the big one. Yep. Uh, so I want to see Quinn. I want to see. Uh, I want to see what Fred looks like back in Definitely. action. He's Had a lot of requests for that. Yeah. What does Frederick so. look like back in pads? Does he look like he has the old strength back? Um, that kind of thing. And he'll be playing right next to uh, the recently bulked up Connor Williams, who many and people then, have asked for reports on. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll see what Connor Williams <laughs> the Hulk looks like out there. <laughs> Dude, he's huge. He's got fucking T-Rex arms, but we'll see how he plays. Um, yeah, so... The other one and the last one I want to see, basically just Kellen Moore's general offense. Just so we have any little wrinkles, anything little fun. I don't know how much of straight 11 on 11 like plays we're really going to see and formation wrinkles, but I just want to see that. If we're, well, in the scrimmage, we should see a little bit of that. That's what I mean. Yeah, just a little bit of mix-up, how Tony Pollard, because there'll be no Zeke, how they use Tony Pollard. I'm sure he'll get a lot of touches. Um, I know the radio guys right now are saying you're seeing a lot of the back of his jersey, that he's just flying out there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Andy? Definitely, those are among my top three, probably for sure. Um, I'm interested I know, it's to see. Good ones. Definitely, <laughs> I, I definitely want to see uh, Randall Cobb. Um, there's been a lot of really positive press around uh, Cobb's chemistry with Dak. They've been using Cobb uh, in a lot of interesting ways. One of the things that I've heard is that a lot of the routes that Scott Linehan liked to run with tight ends, like drags across the formation, uh, things like that, uh, Kellen likes to use wide receivers for. Um, and specifically Randall Cobb and Tavon Austin, um, so just to give you a little more speed. So some of those routes that, you know, Swaim or maybe Witten would take for like eight yards, they're trying to get 20, 25 yards out of uh, by using quicker guys. So I want to see, uh, I definitely want to see Cobb. Um, and then honestly, probably my number one thing I want to see in Camp Man is, you know me, I'm a huge Michael Gallup supporter. I yeah. love Michael Gallup. Um, Baby. And, Dez. Baby Dez. And last year, there was just some heartbreaking moments where Gallup would run a nasty route, double move, and just break a cornerback in half and get wide open. And Dak would miss him by two or three yards, either short, long, left or right. Um, I want to see them get on the same page. There's been a lot of talk about Kitna, John Kitna, the new quarterback coach for the Dallas Cowboys, working with Dak on footwork on accurate placement of the deep ball. Um, I want to see that kind of pay off. I want to see a lot of kind of deep targets and deep shots taken. Um, it's definitely something this offense has just been missing recently is we just don't take that many deep shots downfield. And when we do, they sometimes look inaccurate or maybe not that effective. So seeing a guy like Gallup, Amari, these, seeing these guys take, uh, take deep runs into the secondary and catch some deep passes is something I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, 
And then other than that, yeah, I think we're on the same page there. Just like the general look of the offensive line now that they're kind of all back together. The defensive line, definitely always looking at at the rookies. Uh, Tristan Hill made his padded debut today. Um, reports were that in the compete period, uh, the offensive line just manhandled the D-line. Like, not that the D-line looked bad, just the offensive line really showed up today. Um, Tyron Smith reportedly kind of took it on himself to, like, welcome Robert Quinn to the team by like shutting him down all afternoon, which is pretty tight. Um, but Tristan Hill, I saw some clips of him going up against like Xavier Suofilo and like some of the like lower end second, second unit uh, offensive linemen and doing really, really well. The kids, he's really, really aggressive. He's got a great motor. He's a dog. So yeah, just a reminder, the top pick on this team this year in the second yeah. round. So um, that D line is going to be fun to watch really deep. Yeah, and, and so here's my – and Ben, so we, we promised ourselves we'd, we'd keep this one a little shorter because we're just kind of plugging camp. But I, let me ask you this before we before we wrap it up. Who do you – what player or players are you looking to take a huge step forward this year? Dude, I've been a Cheeto guy for so long. I want to see a big breakout with Cheeto. He's going to get a lot of Amari work because Byron's still recovering from offseason surgery as well. Yep. So, um, Cheeto's getting a lot of Amari Cooper action. Um, I want to see that. I want to see him take that challenge. I want to see him emerge as, I don't know if he has elite corner status, but I mean, I still remember that one handed pick he had last preseason that was nasty. I think that kid can, I mean, we talked about, he had so many throws against him that were perfect. So he's the guy I really want to see. Um, what is he coming in fourth year this year? Is it third year? I think third year. Yeah. Third year. Um, so I want to see what he does, man. That's my, that's my kid this year. That's a very, that's an excellent choice. Cheeto is definitely a guy. Um, I think for me, I'm going to, I'm going to go with another one here. Your pet cats. I'm going with Xavier Woods. Ooh, um, I do love X too. He's, uh, I think from everything I've read, he's really taken it personally, how everyone wanted to like kick him to the curb for Earl Thomas. Um, yeah. he, and he really wants to step up. He made some big plays last year. He had a couple picks. He, had laid some real good hits that, that dislodged the ball or like broke up passes. Um, so I'm going, I'm going Xavier Woods. I think we're going to see him take that next step into like, no one will question that being the starting safety anymore. Um, and then obviously Michael Gallup, as I mentioned, I, think, I was gonna say, obviously without, before you go on to that, just Rico gathers, just, I mean, how 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 much of a bigger step can Rico take? He's already probably a surefire Hall of Famer. I feel he bad, man. They brought in. Why did they even bring in Witten back? I mean, what's he going to do? Hold Rico's pads at practice? Dude, no kidding. Yeah, no, dude. Rico gathers. Ah, dude, I, one of the funniest <laughs> things that happened two weeks ago is like Dak had like all, the whole wide receiver group out to California early to like do some voluntary workout stuff like get on the same page and someone was like and they took like a group picture on instagram and it's like dak uh amari gallup or no gallup wasn't there because he was at lve's wedding but it was like dak amari Tavon austin randall cobb witten like the whole wide receiver core and tight end group and someone goes uh where's where's at rico gathers and rico gathers comments goes ha no invite you're just like, oh, dude, you little 
butt hurt. Like, and he also something. what did he say? The other one, he goes, he goes, what's the point when the death chart's predetermined? He says something oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, dude, chart. like, God, cry me a river, dude. You, oh, dude, he's dude, a bum. Real talk, he's getting cut, so all you people out there who are making fun of my, if Rico Beathers catches one catch this season, I will buy his jersey. I think I'm safe. He's not making this roster, and reportedly he got hurt. I don't know how serious it is yet, Andy, because I really didn't look into what our fourth tight end's injury status is. But yeah. um, from everything I hear, he's pretty much done. I um, think him. I think him and Taco are both. That could yeah, happen. I, yeah, I, I was weird texting today, me and Andy, and I I told him, man, this is before the little report came out that I think Taco is a roster bubble guy. Yeah, I mean, and Will McClay. When Will McClay agrees with you, they were like. Hey, what's the situation with Taco? He said the evolution of Taco needs to continue, and he is fighting for a roster spot just like a lot of other guys are. Yeah, look, that's took, about as it's a they, first round pick. They took Jackson in the fifth round this year at DN. They brought in Robert Quinn. They took what Dortz Armstrong another the year. Fourth, yep. They re-signed Tank. Um, re-signed Randy Gregory. I know Randy. Despite his troubles, me and Andy joke about Randy, but if he's healthy, he's got a roster spot. Or if he's playing, he has a roster spot. So there's another guy. Then of course we like Ross and AKA Antoine Chevy Woods and yeah. and uh, Trylon Crawford. You just can't carry that many D linemen. So someone's going to be the odd man out in this. Even group. even some like really low end guys like Christian Covington, Daniel Gary Ross. Hyder. Yeah, Kerry Hyder, who is. A lot of people have as their like surprise of camp this year. Like, so far, tech? I don't remember Big Texas Tech guy, you know. Um, but no, seriously, like he's in a very, very crowded, very, very high level defensive line group. And here's the thing: is one, it's it's bad enough when you're just your abilities aren't being displayed enough to get you the spot. It's another thing when you are having attitude issues. And last year we saw Taco Charlton be a healthy scratch, scratch, which is never a good sign, especially not with a guy like, I mean, love him or hate. I don't know if anyone hates him, but like Rod Marinelli is a really old school guy. Like if nothing else, you need to show up and just like gun the engine full throttle every single day for Rod Marinelli. All effort team. That's always what it's about. For sure. For sure. So yeah, we're going to see what happens, but we're going to have a, a ton to go through. Like I said, we're going to uh, broadcast every single night from our Airbnb. We will have our illustrious producer, Ryan McCoy, with us, Shady Ooh, McCoy. Shady in the uh, house. He is a, a very skilled audiovisual professional. So we'll have some cool clips on our Instagram. Be sure to go follow uh, Boys Will Be Boys DC, Dallas Cowboys. Um, on Instagram, we're going to have a lot of cool clips, a lot of pictures from camp. Uh, and then we will be posting a new episode every single night while there, Friday, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Uh, and like we said, if you guys have questions, you know, you hear something about camp or you want to watch a specific player, you want to know how they're doing, hit us on Twitter, hit us on Facebook, shoot us an email. I don't know if we have an email account, but just start firing off emails with our name before Gmail, and I'm sure <laughs> they'll eventually get to us. Uh, um, yeah, slide in that Twitter DM at B underscore W underscore B underscore B. Boys will be boys. And uh, hit us up in the DMs, like Andy said. You got a gram too. We will be posting plays. We will be posting pods. So uh yeah, we'll be out there, man. It's gonna be lit, man. I'm super stoked. We really Friday out morning. here. We really out here. Really, really out here. So by the ne- the next time you hear these voices, we will be 
in Oxnard, California at Dallas Cowboys Training Camp 2019. Until then, Amanda Gatelli. B-Walk. This has been Boys Will Be Boys. See you in California, kids. Peace. Having dancing in the rain Pull up with the bands Having dancing in the rain